Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Babakama Daf Lamid Gimel. We are holding on Daf Lamid Bez Amid Bez. We are at Raf Papa Mishmeh Darava Masni La Aresha, which is about eight lines from the end of the page. Last word on the line is Aresha. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer in honor of his wife and children, Lila Nishmas' mother, Goldaba Simcha Alea Shalom. It's also sponsored by Daniel Sadian uh, for the success of Cloudy Soul in these times and Atzlacha for our soldiers and captives. They should all return home. Home safely. It's also sponsored by Yisrael, Rabbi Yisrael Moshe and Shoshana Sif Lezech Nishmas, Shoshana's father, Harav Moshe Tzvi Ben Mordechai Avram Zakatinsky, whose yard site is today. We thank all of the sponsors very, very much for these sponsorships. So what we're going to talk about today is as follows. We started uh, commenting on the uh, statement of Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Hanina. So we had one version of what Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Hanina said. Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Hanina said, about something, about some situation that you're chayiv bedalad dvarim, but you're patrimigalos, that you're chayiv in the nezek, the tsar, the ripoy, uh, the sheves, but not poshas, but those four, and you're patrimigalos. So we had the first version of where he said that yesterday. Today we're going to have two more versions of where he made that comment, and we're going to try to, uh, to try to figure out what that means for the other cases, meaning if he made the comment in case A, does it also apply in case B? If he made it in case B, does it also apply in case C? So that's going to be the first discussion. Then the Gemara is going to talk about if a worker is killed when he goes into the Balabais' house to collect his wages, does the, does the Balabais pay, uh, pay kofar? Then the Mishnah is going to discuss mutual damage between people, between, uh, or between oxen, or between a person and an ox. Meaning we keep on talking about an ox scores a person, a person damages another person. What if they damage each other? What if everybody's hurt at the end? So who pays what, uh, and does it make a difference, a shartam, a sharmuad, and the Gemara is going to discuss what might be behind uh, such a machlokas. Then the uh, next Mishnah, on the bottom of the page, is going to talk about whether the nizik is entitled to the shartam of the mazik, or just the value of the shartam, meaning, when we say a shartam pays megufo, does the shartam pay Begufo, meaning it's literally the body of the shartam that is collected, or is it just payment that is equivalent to the value of Gufo? And that's going to lead the Gemara into a discussion of what happens if the shartam is sold, or it's Huktash, before the Gemara din, after the Gemara din, meaning whose shore is it? If it's that the shartam pays Megufo, that in the sense that you owe the money that equates to the value of the shart. So it doesn't really make as much of a difference if the shartam is subsequent sold. But if you, uh, you, you, you pay, you, you just become the proud owner of this short time. So now, does the sale, is the sale even binding? Is the hektish that's made even binding? So that's going to be uh, what most of Amud Bey's is about. So let's begin. Again, eight lines from the end of the page. Rav Papa Mishmei Rava Masni La Aresha. So Rav Papa Mishmei Rava taught the statement of Rabbi Yosef Chanina in relation to the Resha of the Brisa, which spoke about the following case. Person walks into a carpentry shop without any permission to do so. He trespasses. And a splinter comes off of whatever the carpenter was working on, hits the guy in the head, and he drops dead. So Potter, the Nagar, is going to be Potter. That's what the Reisha says. But Potter from what? So this version of Rabbi Yosef Chanina has that he comments on that line. That Rabbi Yosef Chanina, Chayiv, Barbad Varim, he's Chayiv, and but 
that you still have to pay the Dalit Varim, but if the guy dies, you're part of from, uh, from Galus. So, meaning if he was Nizok, you pay the Dalit Varim. If he was killed, you're part of from Galus. So, that, that's where he was talking about. He was talking about a case in the Reisha where the fellow trespassed and you're potter from Galus. So says the, the, the Gemara now, Man de Masnila Asefa, uh, whoever taught Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Hanina to be related to the Seifa, meaning yesterday's version of Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Hanina, which was talking about a person who, who, who did not trespass, who walked into the carpentry shop with permission. And Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Hanina says, on that case, you're potter from Galus. So Kolshke Naresha, for sure, when you trespass and the carpenter accidentally kills you, the carpenter is going to be potter from Galus, meaning it's a simple Kalvachomer that if when uh, when you walked in with permission and the carpenter accidentally kills you, he's put from Galus for sure. When you walked in without permission and the carpenter ac- accidentally kills you, you're put from Galus. But Umad the Masnila But if you uh, say that Rabbi Yosef Bichinir holds you put from Galus in the case of the Reisha where you uh, trespassed, yeah, but maybe if you didn't trespass and you had a right to be there, in that case the carpenter would be Chayiv Galus. He bears more responsibility when you were allowed to be there. So Tosis has a couple of important comments. He says, first of all, I don't understand the Kalvachomer over here. What Shaykhus does the Seifa have to the uh, to the Reisha? How could you say that if you're not going to go to Galus in the case of the Seifa, where you were Nichnas Berushos, Kolshken, you're not going to go to Galus in the case of the Reisha, where you were Nichnas Shalom Berushos. They're for totally different reasons that you wouldn't go to Galus. The reason you don't go to Galus in the Reisha when he the, when the guy trespasses is because the the uh, carpenter in that case is karav laonas. I mean, Allah is you go to Galus when you're shogeg. There are two ways not to be a shogeg. Sometimes a person is an ones. It's totally beyond his control. He's less than a shogeg. And sometimes a person is karav lemezid. He's uh, he really he, it's hard to, it's hard for him to to, to plead that he's a, that he's a shogeg. He was just absolutely negligent to the point that he's much closer to amazing, which means it's more than a shogeg, it's worse than a shogeg. And both of those are good reasons not to go to Galus. So Tos raises the question that in the ratio, when you when the guy is nichna shalober shos, the reason the carpenter's not going to go to Galus because he's carved laonas. He had no idea, he had no idea that he had to be careful, he had no idea that anyone was going to be there. Whereas in the safe of the reason you don't go to Galus, when, when the fellow's nichna shos, is because you're carved lamazid. That if uh, the, you told the guy, come on in, and then you you continue to be careless and uh, and just chop the wood away. So then you're car of lamazid. So how can you learn a kavachomer from one to the other? They're just going in opposite directions. Shogig is the case where you're chayav gullus. So one is a case that's a little closer to amazed. The other is a case that's a little closer to onas. So Tosus originally writes that the Gemara means to say that when you're nechlan shalobar shulos, it's more car of laonas than uh, than than uh, than nechlan shulos is. And therefore, if we're going to be mechayivim gullus in the seifa. Calls screen in the Reisha, but in the Reisha, but Tosa says it doesn't make any sense because if the Petur in the Reisha is mitzad that it's karv laonas, so we should have pottered him even midin daladvarim, and therefore uh, he, he explains differently that in the Seifa when it's nichnas perushos, it's more similar to Horigas chaveru biyar than the Reisha which is nichnas shalom perushos, and since the case in the Torah of Gonagalus is Horigas chaveru biyar, so that's where the Kalvachomer is coming from. Which one is more similar? Similar to Horigas Chavero. 
Dorigas Chavero Biyar. Tosos also points out in Dibra Maschil Mechayvi that uh, according to this Lashon, the Chiv Galus, the Lechora, you're going to be Chayiv Galus when your host of Loritzua beyond what Beisdin had assessed he deserves. Uh, if you hit him one extra time, and you're not going to have to say that it's a case that the Dayan made a mistake, or you Zorik Evan Lurishos Rabim, you're Chayiv even though you you were Zorik during the daytime in the Rishos Rabim. You don't have to make a, an Ukimta that it's talking about the Ashba because in all those cases. Cases uh, and and in the case of someone who's nichmas lechanuso, uh, someone who comes into the the, the storekeeper of the uh, to the, the shop of the carpenter, it's not considered a shogeg karv lemezid, uh, just like an uh, omer muta this patamigalos that like the gemara makos says in daf zayin. Even though they should have been more careful, it's still considered a shogeg and not and not a, and, and, and not amazed, and you're, there, you're therefore going to be chayiv in galos. Meaning, what we're saying right now is that uh, that that. that uh, uh, that, that when the, if, if you're going to say that that in the case of the Seifa, when he's Nichmas Bereshus, you are Chayiv Galus, apparently we're saying that even by a Shogig that's a little bit more leaning toward Mezid, we're still going to call that a Shogig. So all the cases we had yesterday that were a Shogig that leaned a little bit more toward Mezid, because they involved somewhat of a negligence, we're still going to call that a Shogig. So it says, Chayiv Galus, is the, the carpenter going to be Chayiv Galus when someone comes into his house? Fatanya, but don't we have a Bryce that says, Nichmas if you go into a blacksmith's house, and a spark comes out and hits the fellow in the head, or in the face, and he drops dead. So the blacksmith is going to be potter, even if the other guy came in Bereshus. So why should a carpentry shop be any different than a blacksmith shop? No, no, the case of the blacksmith is talking about where it was the, uh, the, 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 the Talmud, it was the student that he was, uh, that he was teaching uh, how to be a blacksmith? So What? So just because he's a student, he deserves to die, and uh, there are no consequences to his death. No, because it's when the master says, "Get out of my shop," and the guy said, "No, I want to learn more, so I'm staying anyway." So uh, he stays in the shop. He refuses when he was when he was thrown out. Still, like uh, if a guy, if you say, "Get out," and he says, "No," so what? You could shoot him in the head. I mean, like uh, the guy deserves to die just because he's staying in the shop. You're not allowed to kill him a shogig. You knew he was there. You knew that he didn't listen to you. So uh, so why should it make a difference? So Kasavar Yatsa, no, you didn't know. You thought he had left. You said, get out. He, he and, and, and you you went back to your work. So you assumed that when you said get out, he listened to you. So frankly, if that's the case, we should say the same is true by anybody. That if someone stays in the house of the uh, of the blacksmith and you tell him to uh, to leave and you thought he left, so you're going to be putter on, uh, on killing him. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, uh, the student. So it says, No, because if it was someone else, he's not fearful of the uh, of the, of the blacksmith, and therefore we have to the the blacksmith should be choshesh that maybe he didn't listen when you told him to leave. But hi, But <coughs> this fellow has a certain amount of ema of the of the master, and therefore you would imagine that just telling him to leave means he left, and you and and you thought that he listened, and therefore you're an ones when uh, when you kill him. So that's why you're not going to be chayiv galus in that case. So if a black someone goes into the blacksmith's house and is a random stranger, and you told him to leave, so you have no right to assume that he did leave, and if you accidentally kill him, you're chayiv galus. But if uh, but if it was his student, uh, and you have a right to assume that he did.
did leave and then you accidentally kill him because he had stayed, then you're going to be put from Galus because that's considered to be an ones. Now a third version of where Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Hanina made his comment. Rav Zvidmish made the Rava Masni law aha, that he taught Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Hanina's comment related to a brisa that comes up in Mesechus Makos and Davches Aleph that quotes the Pasuk Vinoshala Barzel Menaits Umatza Esreeu Vemeis, meaning where it talks about uh, killing someone, killing someone Bishogeg, Umatza Prat Lemamtsias Atzmo. That someone who kills Bishogeg is only going to be Chayev Galus where the, uh, the, 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 the Nerag was in that location before your action that killed him. But uh, if he only showed up to that location after you had already done your action, so then he stuck his head out and, uh, and, and, uh, and, and uh, whatever you had thrown in that direction, then uh, whacked him in the head and killed him, so then you're, you're going to be If A person throws a rock to an empty area. And then all of a sudden a guy jumps in the way, he jumps in the path. Of that uh, of that rock and and dies from that. So Potter, the uh, the 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 guy who killed him is not going to have to go to Galus because the Nerag was himtzias atzmo. So says Gemara. Am Rabbi Yosef on that. Rabbi Yosef says. That, yeah, if you kill him, you're part from Gaulus. But if you damage him, you do have to pay Dalad uh, Dvarim. So says Marmand Masnila Aha. If Rabbi Yosef Rebbechinin is going on that price, that even in such a case, you're Chayiv and Dalad Dvarim, then for sure, on the price that we were quoting yesterday, and yesterday's daft, they talk about a person who's Nichnas Chanus Shalnagar, where you go into the carpentry shop and you get damaged. Of course, the carpenter is going to be Chayiv in the Nezik of uh, Dalad Dvarim, even if the guy was trespassed passing because you knew he was there you saw he was there and you should have been more careful but if you taught the statement of only about going into a carpentry shop and that's where he says you're going to be but when some fellow sticks out his head after you had thrown the rock when he wasn't there so then then not only are you going to be put from Galus you're going to be put from as well so those are the three versions of so we know what he said he said that you're you're uh, you're you're put from Gauls and Yechayev and Dvarim, we're just not sure in what case he said it. So again, either he said it in a case where someone trespasses into the carpentry shop, or he said it into a case where someone walked into a carpentry shop with permission, or he said it into, in, in, in a case where someone stuck his head out after you had thrown a, uh, a rock. So those are the three versions. So now the Gemara brings a brisa, talks about a person who goes in Bereshus, uh, who goes into someone else's property, and he gets damaged there. But a particular case of of a worker who wants to get paid. Ton Rabbanan, Paulim Shabolit Boas Choran mi Balabayas. Workers come to get paid from the Balabayas. Unugachan Shoru Shal Balabayas. And the Shor of the Balabayas, he's got a watchdog or a watch shore, and the Shor, uh, the Shor gores him. Unushachan Kalbo Shal Balabayas, or his watchdog bites him. Umes, and the guy the guy dies. So Potter, the Balabayas does not have to pay Kofer because this fellow trespassed. So we, uh, he, he, uh, the Balabayas didn't have to uh, be careful. To make sure that this guy doesn't get hurt. But Acherim say ah, a worker is allowed to go and ask for his wages, and if the only way to do that is by going to the Balabais's house, he's allowed to do that as well. Uh, the Gemara B'Sachsorio says that Acherim is Rabbi Meir. That Rabbi Shmuel made a knas that they're not going to say Alachos Mishmo, so they call him Acherim. At some point, there was some sort of knas against him, but that's who Acherim is. That he's allowed to go and he's allowed to be uh, he's, he's allowed to uh, to ask for his wages. Hey, 
Yechidami. Well, what exactly is the case of this Balabayas? If he owes his workers money, but he's always available, you can find him out in the city, wherever you are. Why would you hold that you're allowed to show up to his house and demand the wages in his house? Show up, to find him wherever he is. Go, go, go up to him somewhere else. And if we're not talking about, if he's not uh, available in the, uh, the public, he's, he's always in his house, he's hiding out in his house, my time in Tanakama. Then why would the Tanakama hold that you're not allowed to go to his house? There's no other way to get your payment. You're allowed to go and, 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 and ask for your wages. So it says, well, no, the case of the Brisa is, like we often say, somewhere in between. It's a person who's sometimes out, but he's not out so much. He's uh, more, more or less to himself. And the poem came and they knocked on his door. in, And the Balabai said, yes. So how do you how how do we touch up his yes? So Marsavar the Acherim Rameir holds in Oltab Mashma that when he says yes to someone knocking on his door, he means come in and take your uh, your wages. And therefore the poem had every right to come in. So if, if my uh, dog uh, bites him or my ox kills him, so I'm going to have to pay uh, the kofar. Umarsavar in kumaduktech mashma and Tanakama held that in means stay right where you are. I'm not giving you permission to come to my house. So the poem were nechlas and therefore the balabais is potter on the harigas. in mashma. We have a brisa that supports the shita that in means stay where you are. If a pole comes in to ask for his wages from the balabais, and the shor of the balabais gores him, or the kelev of the balabais bites him, so pot of the balabais does not pay kofer, even though the pole went in to the balabais. So my potter, why should he be potter? The guy walked in, you should have known he was there. It must be that. And it's this case that he knocked on the door and the Balabais said said in and uh, the uh, then then the guy got killed and even in such a case Balabais is potter shmamina in mashma because when he says in even though you may have interpreted that to be birishos he wasn't really giving you rishos he was saying stay right where you are I'm coming in means I'm coming to the door it does not mean you should uh, you should walk in to the house okay so now a new Mishnah so the Mishnah talks about um, what if there's mutual damage between two oxen two people I meaning up until now we've been talking about one damages the other but what if they damage each other so you have two short times that damage each other the Bailim pays of the difference meaning if one of the oxen uh, uh, gored the, the other one uh, in, and did 100 dinar, dinar worth of damage and the other one did 50 dinar worth of damage to him so we view it as if the first one did 50 dinar worth of damage and since Shartam pays Chatzinezek, he pays 25 dinar. Shneem Muadin, if they're both Muadin, Mishan Bamosar Nezek Shalem, then you pay the entire differential in the damage. If you damaged me 50, but I damaged you 100, so I pay you 50. If one of these oxen were a tam and the other one was a muad, muad betam. So if the muad damaged the uh, short tam in a greater way than the tam damaged the muad, then the bailim of the short 
Bemuad pays the entirety of the differential. Tam Bemuad, Mishalim Bemosah, Chatzinazek. If the Tam damaged the Muad more than the Muad damaged the Tam, so he pays half of the differential. If you have two people that damaged each other, you look at the difference in the, uh, the cost of the damage and uh, you pay Nezek Shalem because Nadam is always a Muad. Adam b'muad umuad ba'adam. If a person go, uh, uh, damaged the muad, the, the sharmuad, or the sharmuad damaged an adam, mishal b'mosin nezek shalim. Since each of them pay nezek shalim, so you pay the differential. You pay uh, you pay nezek shalim. Adam b'tam v'tam ba'adam. If a person damaged the tam at the same time that the tam damaged the adam, adam b'tam mishal b'mosin nezek shalim. So if the adam damaged the tam more than the tam damaged the adam, so then he pays the differential nezek shalim. Tam ba'adam, but if the tam damaged the adam more than the adam damaged the tam, mishalim b'mosuk chatzinezek. Then he only pays chatzinezek of the differential. So it really just, uh, according to Tanakama, everything checks out exactly as you'd expect. Meaning, uh, whatever's a muad, it's just that the, the way we assess it is you don't assess it by the damages, you assess it by the differential in damage. And uh, therefore, whatever's a muad, that's going to end up paying the differential pays sh- pays the full differential. And whatever's a tam that pays the differential is always going to pay half of the, the differential. In the uh, the damage, Rabbi Kiva Omer Af Tam Shechavel Ba'Adam Mishalim Ba'Moser Nezek Shalim that a short time that is Chovel a person more than the Adam has hurt the short time pays Nezek Shalim of the differential because according to Rabbi Kiva the din of a short time paying Chasi Nezek is only when it, when it hurts another Shor but a short time that hurts an Adam is always going to pay Nezek Shalim so it's not really a, a new din that Rabbi Kiva is introducing in in the in, in our Mishnah, meaning in the in the dinim of had a cheshbin when there's mutual damage, it's a broader din of just a shartam. That the din of a shartam paying chazinazik is only when a shartam hurts, uh, you know, damages another shar, but not when it does so to an adam. So Tanurabban and the Bryce explains what exactly is the Nukuta Samachlokas between the Tanakam and Rabbi Akiva. So the Pasuk says, by a shar that's no geach an adam, it says, Kamishpat Azeye Oselo. So Kamishpat shar bishar, like the Mishpat of a shar that gores a shar, kach mishpat shar ba'adam, same rules when shar gores an adam. Ma shar b'shar tamishal v'chazin nezik mu'am nezik shalim, av shar ba'adam tamishal v'chazin nezik mu'am nezik shalim. So the Tanakama will understand, very straightforward, that the Pasuk is telling me that uh, a shar that gores a person has the same rules as a shar that gores another shar, that if it's a mu'ar, it pays nezik shalim, if it's a tam, it pays chazin nezik. Whereas Rabbi Kiva, amar kamishpat azeh, kirtachton velo ke'elion. When it says kamishpat azeh, we say that the of a shar who gores an adam is like the shar atachton, meaning the shar muad that 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 we're gonna that the psukim are about to explain velo ke'elion, and not like the shar tam who 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 were explained in the earlier psukim, meaning pasuk chavches is about a shar tam, and psukim chavtes and lamid are about a shar muad in shmos parachavalv. So and then lamid aleph tells us kamish patazeh. So what's kamish patazeh? So kamish patazeh, according to Rabbi Kiva, is the last thing we just said. That the last thing we just said was about a sharmuad. So when a shar gores a person, so that's like the thing we just said, which is always going to be a shar a sharmuad. So yachal mishalim in aliyah. Ooh, it's really just like a sharmuad. So I might think that uh, shar tam that, that that hurts a person is going to pay min aliyah. It's not going to pay migufo. Tamalomer ye aselo migufo mishalim mishalim in aliyah. The word low is 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 there to teach me that it still only pays migufo. So even though it's a shar tam who's paying nezek shalem, but it 
pays the Nezek Shalim only Migufo and not Mina Aliyah. So it turns out, according to Rabbi Kiva, Shartam, that, that, is, that is Nogach Adam, has the din of a Sharmuad as far as Nezek Shalim, but it still has the din of a Shartam in that it pays Migufo and not Mina Aliyah. The Rabbanan, according to Rabbanan, Zeh Lamali, what does the word Zeh come to, uh, to teach me? Meaning uh, they don't hold like Rabbi Akiva that a short time that's no Gayachadam is Mishalim Nezik Shalim, the Potra Mayabadvarim. It comes to teach me that the Shard that gores in Adam does not pay anything beyond Nezik. Not Tsar, not Ripoy, not Shevis, not Boshes, just Nezik. Rabbi Akiva, the Potra Mayabadvarim, Dalai, has Rabbi Akiva know that's Potra Mayabadvarim. Naftalai, he derives that me, Ishki Tin Mumba Amiso, from the Pasuk Midarshin, that Ish Ba Amiso, below Shar Ba Amiso, that the Chiv of Daladvarim is only when an Ish does damage Ba Amiso, not when a Shor does damage Ba Amiso. For Rabbanon, why does, uh, according to Rabbanon, why do I need to, to, uh, to the, the word Zeh to tell me that a Shor does not, a Shor that damages does not pay Daladvarim? Why can't I learn it from Ish Ba Amiso? Because Ime Ahi have a Minitzaluchudei. If it were from Ish Ba Amiso, I would have said that the Torah is just ex- excluding a Shor that's Choval Ba Adam from paying Tsar. But uh, because uh, there's no Ches from Kis for Tsar. Aval Ripoy, Sheves, the Sheves, Emelitinle. But when it comes to Ripoy and Sheves, where the, you know it's, uh, it's, 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 there's an actual Ches from Kis, you actually lose money. So I might think that he does have to pay that. So Kamash and that's why I need Kamishpat Hazeh, that he doesn't pay any of the Dalidvarim. Okay, next Mishnah. Shar Shavaman Ashnag Shar Shavaman If a shard that's worth $100 gores a shard that's worth $200, Vena Nevela Yafa Klum, and it totally destroys it. The Nevela is worthless. So, no tell us a shar. The uh, Mazik takes, the Nizik rather, takes the shar of the Mazik, which is worth 100 dinarim for the, uh, for the, for the payment. Meaning, he's going to be Chayv, uh, it's a short time, so he's Chayv Chati Nezek, but it's Chati Nezek me Gufo. So, I could just take Gufo. I just take the shar that did the damage, which is worth exactly half of the damage that he had done. So, Masisin money, Rabbi Akiva, he, our mission is assuming like the Shita of Rabbi Akiva. When it says you're just allowed to go take the Shar, that's assuming like Rabbi Akiva that from the Shas Hanezek, the Shar Hamazik now belongs to the Nizik up to the value of, uh, of what you're entitled to. Did Tanya, because we have a Brysa where there's a Machlokas Tanoim about a Shar Shavamana that's not a Shar Shavamasayim where the Nevel is worthless. So, you uh, some. Yusham Hashar Bevezdin Div Rabbi Shmael. That Rabbi Shmael says Bezdin has to evaluate the value of the Shara Mazik because it's only going to pay Migufo, and if it's worth half of the Nezek, so the Bailim pays that amount of money to the uh, to the Nezek. But the Nezek is not allowed to take the Shar itself. Rabbi Kiva Omer Huchlat Hashar. Rabbi Kiva says no. The Nezek takes the Shar itself. So Bemaikamifli, what are they arguing about? Rabbi Shmael Savar Balchovu. Rabbi Shmael holds that the Bailam of the Shara Mazik is simply a Balchov, that you owe him that amount of money. How much money? Uh, Megufo, only up until the value of your own Shar, but it's all about money that you owe him. You don't, you don't, you don't owe him your Shar. Vizuzehu demasikle, and therefore you only owe him money, but y- your Shar is still your Shar. For Rabbi Kiva Savar, Rabbi Kiva says, no, the Torah makes him a Shutaf in that Shar, that if a Shar, if it gores a Shar, Shavim Asayim, 
or if a shorsh of Messiah gores another shorsh of Messiah, and it turns out that you owe 100 dinarim like a din of a shartam, so now they're both shutafim in that shar that's shav of Messiah. But if it's a shorsh of a mana that gores a shorsh of a Messiah, and the, for the full payment that you owe is going to be 100, so now you're not shutafim, now it belongs entirely to the, uh, to the, to the nizik. The nizik gets to take the entire shar because that's, that's, uh, it's worth exactly what you owe him. And they're, what they're arguing about, whether you owe money or whether you become the proud owner of Gufo Shel Shar, is really a machlokas. And how to tie up the following pasuk? Pasuk says in the same parak in Shmos Chafalv, Umachras Hashar Achai V'Chatzu As Kaspo, Rabbi Shmuel Savar LeBeidina Kamasa Rachmana, that the Torah is telling the Beisdin to sell the Shar Achai and give half of the money to the Bal Hashar Nizik, but uh, the Shar itself doesn't belong to the Nizik. Rabbi Kiva Savar LeNizik Umazik Masalei Rachmana, that the Torah is telling the owners of these oxen that they should sell the living shar and split its 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 uh, the, the money that they get for it because they are now both shutafim in the shar. So the the, the uh, so that's the machlokas. Is it that it belo- in immediately the shar mazik immediately belongs to the nizik, or is it uh, that uh, the, no the mazik owes money equal, equal to uh, whatever damage it had done? So my benayu. What's enough community between them? If the nizik was maktish the shar hamazik after the nezek, uh, so then you're going to have a machlokas. According to Rabbi Shmuel, the hektish nachal because it's not yours. You're not allowed to be maktish something that doesn't belong to you. Just because this fellow owes you money, you can't be maktish his ox. Just like you can't be maktish anything else that, that belongs to him. But according to Rabbi Kiva, it is going to be chal because from the moment of the nezek, you are a proud owner of this shar hamazik, based at least up until the value of what the fellow owes you. So, what if the Mazik sold this shore after the Nezek before he uh, he collected the uh, he, the the, the uh, he, he collect the Nezek collected it. So according to Rabbi Shmuel, is the Mechiru going to be chal? If the Mazik, meaning the original owner of the Shara Mazik, s- sells the Shar before the Nezek comes and collects it, even though Rabbi Shmuel Balchov who's using the Mazik Machur, do we say, well, I don't owe him my Shar, I owe him money, so I'm allowed to do whatever I want with my Shar, and therefore the sale is a binding sale. According to Rabbi Shmuel, I only owe him money, so it's still my Shar. I'm still allowed to sell it. Oh, Dilma, or maybe not. Keeping the Meshavid the Nizik, since this Shar is Meshubad along with the rest of my property to pay the Nizik, because there's always a Shibud, so Lav Kal Kamine, so maybe I'm not allowed to sell it and be Mafkia, that Shibud of the Nizik. Samalei, Rav Nachmas Esrava, within Shitas Rabbi Shmuel, Eino Machur, it's not a valid sale. But don't we have a brisa that says macharu machur that it is a valid sale? So the Rav Nachman responds even according to the brisa chozer v'goveu the nizik can go and collect this shar from the lokech v'chimach chozer v'goveu lama machur. So if he's allowed to collect from the lokech, what do you mean that it's a valid sale? Meaning even the brisa that says it is a valid sale only means that it's a valid sale, but the nizik can come and take it. Well, if the nizik can come and take it, what, what does it do that it's a valid sale? What does that mean? So the ridya for for plowing that if the lokech used that shard to plow his field from the moment that he had bought it until the nizik had come and confiscated it from him, he doesn't have to pay the demeya harisha to the nizik because the mechira was really chal. It's just that the nizik can come and collect from it, but it, but you were the owner of, of that shard for the time that you had it. So it says Mara, wow, so shemamina l'chara, we learn a big chiddush lahalacha from this case, that from the fact that the nizik is allowed to go and collect that shard from the lokeach, we see that lava umochrmet 
metaltalin, that if a person uh, uh, borrows money and after the, the halva'ah he sells metaltalin, the basin will be gover for the malva from that metaltalin. Because if uh, the lova doesn't have money to pay, apparently the malva is allowed to collect metaltalin from the lukucha, from the lukuchos who had purchased that metaltalin. Just like over here, the nizik is collecting the shar, which is metaltalin, from someone who had purchased it. But that sounds crazy. Normally a malva is not somich at the time of the halva on the metaltalin. He's only somich on the karkalos of the lova. So why is he allowed to go and collect metaltalin? Isn't that exactly what's happening over here? So the Gemara answers, no, a malva is not allowed to collect metaltalin that the lova had sold. Meaning if uh, I lend you money and you don't have the money to pay it back at the time that, it, that it's due and in the meantime you sold a bunch of metaltalin, I certainly cannot go confiscate that metaltalin. All of Satan Ezekiel tells us that, that you're not allowed to do that. You're only allowed to go there's Shibut Karkaos, you don't have on Metaltlin. But shiny Hasam, but by a Nizik that's gover from the shore of the Mazik is different, the Kamanda Aso Aputiki dummy. It's as if he made that an Aputiki for the Lover, that uh, that he was Miyachi that for the collection. So if you take a piece of Metaltlin, you make it an Aputiki, and you say that this is the what they're gonna be uh, gonna be designated for the uh, for the for the collection. So that's uh, that 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 uh, then he is allowed to collect it. Vamarava, but didn't Rava teach us Asa Avda Apotiki that if a person makes an Apotiki to the to in the, the, the Apotiki for the Malva that he designates the Evet to pay so Mecharo uh, and then Umecharo and then uh, afterwards he, he sells him to another person Balchov Govehemenu the Balchov can collect for him from the Lokeach because he was Nishtabit for the Piron Chov before he had sold him but Shoro Apotiki Umecharo ain't Balchov Govehemenu yeah the the Evet could become an Apotiki where you can go and collect him from the Kuchos but not a Shar so you, we still we're back to the problem how can you collect this shor? You, you want to tell me? Oh, because it says if he was designated for that payment, even when the shor is designated for that payment, you're not allowed to buy him from the kuchos. So, Evan, my taima, why is it that by an eved you're allowed to collect him from the kuchos? Mishum dislekala, because everyone knows when, that that, that uh, about the status of the eved, and therefore uh, the the buyer should have been more careful. In this case, everyone should have known about the shor, meaning a typical shor, not everyone's going to know about, it, and therefore you're not allowed to take him from the kuchos, even if he was de- designated as an apotiki. But in this case, since he gored, th- that everyone had heard about. So that there's going to be the Torah Neghan Karule, because everyone stopped calling it a shar, and they started calling it a shar Naghan. They started calling it, oh, that crazy shar, that dangerous shar that uh, belongs to that fellow. So now the Gemara brings a price that discusses selling uh, the shar amazik or being maktish the shar amazik. Tani Rav Tachlif Bar Marava Kamei Rabbi Avohu Mecharo in Machar Hekitisha Muktosh if he sells the Shara Mazik, it's an invalid sale. But if he's Maktish, it is a valid sale. So Macharman, who? Who's selling it? Ilim Mazik, if it's the Mazik that's selling his own shar, so macharuein machar money, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva he, who's the one that says that the sale would not be binding, that's Rabbi Akiva, damar huchlat hashar, who says that from the moment of the nezek, the shar now belongs to the nezek, and therefore the mazik is not able to sell it, hikdisho muktosh asan Rabbi Shmuel, but then the sefer says that if he's makdish it, then it's muktosh, that lechar goes like Rabbi Shmuel, damar yusham hashar bevezdin, who says that no, you only owe money, you don't owe the shar, and therefore you're allowed to be uh, makdish the shar, so uh, that doesn't make 
make sense that uh, half of the statement is going to be going, how could it be that the ratio is like Rabbi Akiva and the safe is like Rabbi Shmuel? So Ella Nizik. No, it must be that we're talking about that the Nizik is one that does the sale. And Mecharu ain't a machur money. So who holds that the Nizik has no right to sell this shar? Ah, Rabbi Shmuel. That's Rabbi Shmuel who says that the Nizik is not the owner of the shar. He just sold money. Hikdisho Muktash son of Rabbi Akiva. But the problem is when we said that if the if the Nizik is makdish it, that it's, that it's Muktash, that assumes ownership. That seems like it's going like Rabbi Akiva. So we're stuck to the, with the same problem, that the Reisha and the Sefer don't align with each other. So the Ola Mazik. Maybe we really we're talking about that the Mazik is the one who's doing the selling or that or, or the Makdish of it, or being Makdish it in, 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 in this case. And it's not being Nichras into the Machlok as Rabbi Shol and Rabbi Akiva. It means as follows. If the Mazik sells this Shar, then it's not going to be sold. It's not a valid sale, even according to Rabbi Shmuel, even though I'm still the owner of the shar, I mean, the mazik is still the owner of the shar, but there's a shibut on it. It's meshuba to the, to the nizik. So therefore, you're allowed to go and collect it from the lukuchos. So in doesn't mean the sale is totally invalid. It means the sale is valid, it's binding, but the, the nizik is allowed to go and take it away from the lukuchos. Hey, because uh, like we said, like we explained earlier, when we say if I'm maktish, it's muktash, that's even according to Rabbi Kiva that I'm not the, the proud owner of it anymore. And that's because of a din meter Rabbanan that Rabbi Avo made that it's Xera, that if I'm, we're not going to call it Hegdish, then people are going to think you could just uh, take things away from Hegdish without being po to them. And that would be a terrible impression to give to people. We have a price. If a short time damaged and the, 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 they still didn't have a Amad Bedin, the, the, they were not Toveya, the Nizik and Bezdin. So Mecharo, if the Mazik sells that Shar, um, I mean, the Nizik was not yet Toveya from the Mazik and Bezdin. Mecharo, if the Mazik then sells that Shar, Machar, the sale is binding. Hektesh Muktish. And if he's Maktishid, it's a valid Hektesh. Shechato, if the Mazik shechs that Shar, when the son of a Matanur gives it to someone else, Mashasasui, whatever he did, he did. Meaning, so long as you haven't even sued me yet for the damage is done, this Shar is still absolutely mine. I can do whatever I want with it. I can sell it. I can be Maktish. I give it as a matana, whatever. Misha Ahmed Bedin, but once you've Toveyan and Bezdin, then the Shar becomes the Mammon of the Nizik. So Macharo Enumachar, Hektesho Enumachar, Masan Matan, loss of Loklum, anything I do with it is, is invalid because it's not mine anymore. Kadmu Bali Chavos what if the Mazik's Bali Chavos come and collect this Shar from him uh, for, the, for their Chav that, that I owe them? So uh, before the Nizik comes and takes it for the Tashlum of his Nizikin, so Bain Chav Hizik, whether that Chiv was there before the damage happened, Bain Hizik or whether the chiv only happened after the damage, lo asa v'lo klum. The Bali Chovos had no right to take it, because the Shartam only pays Megufo, and therefore it's Meyuchad to the Nizik to collect his Chov. So more so Meyuchad to the Nizik than to any other Bal Chov that I have. So I could owe a million people all sorts of money, but this Shar is meant to pay the, this Nizik, and no one else is allowed to take it. Muad does damage, whether there was a Hamad Bedin or not, 
asui, then uh, for sure I, it's still mine because it never becomes, it never belongs to the Nizak when it's a Muad. It's never uh, uh, because uh, Muad pays min aliyah. Kanu bali chavos and therefore if my other bali chavos come and collect it, bein chavat shelo hizik, bein hizikat shelo chav, masha asasu, l'fishem mishtalim, elim min aliyah. Then when other bali chavos come and collect it, the collection is a valid collection because you pay min aliyah. So the Nizik has no rights to this shar whatsoever. Summer mar. So let's go and analyze the Tosefta. We said, Mecharo, that if a Mazik sells the Shartam that had done the damage before Ahmad Abedin, Machur, then it's considered to be sold. And the Bryce explains that the Tosefta means Laradia, that it means if the, the guy who bought it uses it to plow his field, then ultimately when it's confiscated from him, he's not going to have to pay back for the value that he got out of the plowing. Hekteshu Muktosh Mishum And why is it considered to be a, 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 the Hektish considered to be Muktosh? Because it's Meshubah to the Nizik, and uh, he's, it's not Kadosh Mikra Din because it's Meshubah to the Nizik. It's only a Din Midrabanan that uh, people shouldn't think that, that a Hektish could be Yotzi below Pidyon. Shechaton, Nesanah Matana, Masha Asa Asui. When he said, if you shecht it and uh, it's Nesanah Matana, then uh, whatever was done was done. So Bishlam, Nesanah Matana, Masha Asa Asui, Laridya. So I understand very well that uh, the Mazik is allowed to give the Sharb Matana. That means that if the, uh, if the, the guy I gave it to as a Matana went and he plowed with it, he's not going to have to pay that back after, uh, after it gets confiscated from him. But if the Mazik shechted it, when we say Masha Asa Asui, and the Nizik is not able to collect it from him, so let the Nizik come and collect from the meat of the Shar. Titania, after all, we have a price that uh, Darshins, the Pasuk that says Chai, it says I would only know when the Shar is Chai. How do I know that you could collect the meat after it's shechted? Even if it's dead. So why, if the uh, mazik shechted it, do we say masha asa asui? It means masha asa asui and the decrease in value from the shechita. So he has to take the shor kemoshahu as it is uh, as it is now. Ooh, it seems like if you're mazik someone else's shibud, then you're going to be pater because here the shor is meshubed. I was mazik it by shechting it, and I only get to take the the meat at its current value. Says Marpshita. Obviously, it's a direct connection. I might have thought that when I shecht the shar, I could say, look, all I took out from it was a ruach chayim, but physically it's the same physical item. But in other cases, maybe you'll actually be chayim. So come tell me it's the same. Even in the case of Sarif Shtarosov, where you, did, you just cost him a couple of pieces of paper, you know, in terms of in the physical world, uh, we, we said that you're Pater. So, where you could say that I just burnt some pieces of paper, but where you actually dig in the Karka, I might think you did physical damage in the So, therefore, Rafun has to tell me that we learn from our Sugya that even in that case you're Pater. Because in the case where you sh- the Mazik shechs the Shar, the, niz- the Hezik is so nicker, it's as if you dug Baruch and the Tosefta says whatever you, do, you did is did is done already and uh, the Hezek is not considered to, uh, to, to, to uh, uh, your putter on the Hezek that you had done okay but tomorrow we'll pick up from there